The Ride Home Rants podcast is brought to you by Reaper Apparel Company. Reaper Apparel offers a casual line of superb fit, finish, and comfort. We design for those who refuse to die slowly and choose to live untamed. For those who aren't afraid to face the dark, for the ones that thrive in it, and for those who can appreciate life through a grim lens. That's Reaper Apparel Company. Go to the link in the description of this episode, use the promo code Mike Bono, and get 10% off. Also, the Ride Home Rants podcast is brought to you by my own personal merch store, the Stupid Should Hurt merch store. I have hats, I have t-shirts, hoodies, coffee mugs, water bottles, notebooks, you name it, I've got it. The description and the link for that will be in the description of this episode. Also, right now, if you use the promo code WELCOME, I will give you 5% off of your first purchase. That's the Stupid Should Hurt merch store. Also, the Rod Home Rants podcast is brought to you by Tactical Brotherhood. All-American-made apparel, which helps support the Second Amendment. You can also find all this in the description of this episode with the link, Tactical Brotherhood. Part of every proceed does go to helping veterans, as it is a very good cause. All American-made products made right here in Minnesota. Go and check them out. Use the promo code PATRIOT15 to get 15% off your purchase. Now, let's start the show. Welcome, everybody, to another episode of the Ride Home Rants podcast. This is your host, Mike Bono, as always. I have another great guest for us today. This man is a workout phenom. I've checked out his Instagram. My man's doing big things. JJ Phillips. JJ, welcome to the show, man. Man, thanks for having me. Hey, not a problem. So before we get into that workout regimen, which we are going to talk about here, but uh, so that's not like your main thing that you do. I mean, I know there's some people that, you know, basically work out for a living. Uh, you work at a, a, like a warehouse or something like that. So tell me a little bit about that. Yeah, the company I work for is Trivium Packaging. They're located in Youngstown, Ohio. They are a bottle plant factory. They do all type of aerosols for all your favorite um, suntan lotions, shaving gels, water bottles. I mean, I do quality assurance there, making sure everything's good, everything's within spec, color, and all that good stuff. Right on. So what made you want to get into that line of work? Honestly, um, I worked for like, 12, 13 years at Charlie Specialties and Hermitage. This is like a big uh, food manufacturing plant. I did quality there. But I, I want to do a different type of quality. So, I mean, the job came available. I applied, got in there. And, I mean, it's just attention to detail, basically. That's what it is. And I'm very attention to all the little details and everything. So, I enjoy that type of work. Hey, I get it. I've worked in warehouses before. I've worked, actually, for the Walmart Distribution Center. One of my jobs, oh. and that is something that will make you not need a gym anymore. Let's just get this just talking because, like, I, I, bet. I, I bet I worked in the meat and produce section of all places, too. Cats and knocking my computer around here, so hold on, <laughs> sorry about that. Um, but yeah, so I calculated it up, and you know, I had my uh watch on that calculated all my steps and everything like that in a typical. Eight-hour shift, I was walking anywhere from 8 to 10 miles, depending on the order load, and lifting 50,000 pounds in a day. 
oh man, that's rough. And then people be like, well, why aren't you at a gym? I'm like, I go to the gym four days a week at work for eight hours. Like, I'm not, I don't need no gym. Like, <laughs> I get my workout at work. So, it kind of sucked going to the gym because at work, I really don't have to lift nothing. I just a whole lot of walking. That's the main thing at work. I probably walked probably about eight, probably around eight miles a day, just walk around the whole plant. The plant's huge. Um, and since people work out, they always want me to help them lift heavy stuff. I'm like, uh, just because I work out doesn't mean I want to lift heavy stuff for you and I don't have to. <laughs> right. Absolutely. Uh, yeah, I definitely, lifting is definitely, I, I said bye-bye to that a long time ago. Um, working on my dad bod now, that's what that's where, that's where we're going at. Uh, to put it in perspective for you, some of the listeners have heard this on previous shows, but when I met my wife, I was 160 pounds when I met her. And now, fast forward five years later, I'm 250 pounds, so it's... <laughs> My woman can cook. What can I say? She's she's a good cook, so I, she's been fattening me up. <laughs> yeah, it's it's like, uh, and I tell him all the time. I'm like, you know what? I used to have a six pack. I used to have abs. I don't know what happened. I got a keg right now. That's what I'm working on. That's what I'm, that's what I'm working with. And she, she's like, you look better. You were too skinny. I was like, shut up. Like it's just that's my thing. I love to eat too, man. I'm I'm big. The thing that gets me all the time is all the snacks. Cookies, yep. cake, pies, oh, mm-hmm. it's just my. And, and my wife loves to bake. That's that's Ooh. that's the problem. She make, oh, she makes Ooh. these peanut butter pies that are to die for. Oh. And it got to the point where I asked for them so much that she had to stop. And like only on family get-togethers and like holidays are you getting my pies. I'm like, what? That's just mean. Like, what are you doing to me? Uh, you're going to have to send me some of that next time she makes some. That sounds delicious. Oh, dude, it, it is. I'll definitely hook you up with some of that for sure. But we mentioned it a little bit, you know, your workout regimen. I mean, you're getting up at like 3.45, 4 a.m. in the gym, right? Yes. That's usually my time. I get up at 3, usually try to get to the gym quarter till 4, 4 o'clock in the morning. That's, that's how I like to be the, one of the first people there. There's not a whole lot of people there. Everything's open. I can get in, get what I need to get done and get out. So what type of discipline did it take for you to get yourself to get up that early and to be in the gym? Man, it is, it's all discipline. Like, cause I set the alarm for three. I I mean, it's like, you have to want it for yourself. Like you can't do it for other people, whatever. You have to want to change yourself to be that discipline to get up that early and go. I mean, it's all about accountability. Hold yourself accountable. Yeah, I mean, I know even when I was uh, back working out uh, ages ago, um, but me and a buddy of mine, I mean, we'd be in there by like 6 a.m. I mean, it wasn't like nothing crazy like that. And even that was like my alarm going off at like 5, and I'm like, dude, uh, it's my day off to boot, and I'm why am I awake? Like, and it, But I know that mindset that you have to have, you know, going in, and luckily I had a good workout partner and buddy that right. pushed me to get up because if he didn't hear from me by like 10 after five he was texting and calling like yo get your ass up and let's get to the gym like all right man i'm up i'm moving I'm just... my workout buddy uh terrence Sullivan, we always hold each other accountable even if we don't work out together we still check in on each other yo did you hit the gym this week how'd you do what you do you know what i'm saying we always we hold each other accountable so shout out to him man for real yeah so um 
taking a look at your Instagram, like take me through a typical workout for you. Like what are you trying to accomplish when you get in the gym? And basically, I, I don't know how to say this well, but why, you know, uh, that okay. discipline? Uh, basically, when I try to go to the gym, I try to go at least four times a week is what I try to usually shoot for. I usually do splits. Like one day I'll do back and buys. Another day I'll do chest and triceps. And then I'll do legs one day. And then another day I'll do shoulders. And then if I have enough time off, I may go one more day and just do straight little bit of cardio. But um, I get there, you know what I'm saying, warm up, plug the headphones in, and just get to work. I have a regimen that I do. I like to switch up the workouts. Like I'll say every month I'll switch up what I do. Right now what I'm doing, for example, for chest, I'm doing – Mostly like incline work, a couple different exercises like incline bench press, dumbbell incline. There's like this guillotine incline that I do. I mean, all, all flies, all different types of things. But, you know, I go in, I'm usually there for about hour, hour and a half. And then I'm usually uh, done after that. The whole reason I started working out was crazy. Um, um, just one day I was like, you know, I seen a lot of people my age, they were just getting bigger, fatter, out of shape, just looking real bad. Well, I was like, I don't want to be one of those guys. So I got up, my buddy, um, my buddy Brandon, uh, he had a uh, membership at Planet Fitness at the time and stuff. He's like, well, just come in with me, see how you like it, whatever, whatever. And I went in and haven't looked back since. Yeah, I mean, I was one of those guys that was in the gym a lot. I mean, I even managed the gym at one point in time uh, in Anytime Fitness. That was really what helped me. It's like, well, I'm here eight hours a day. What's another hour after I clock out or an hour before I'm supposed to actually clock in to to go to work? Um, But, you know, I've definitely become that guy that's getting, you know, fatter and out of shape. For sure. Like, it's... It's crazy because there's just like really never no end goal in sight. Like you reach one goal and then you want to just do something else. One thing before it was like just not getting fat. Now I'm getting better. It's like, well, let's see if I can get to this size, see if I can lift this much weight. Like the goals, like there's no stop. There's just, you just keep going. Right. I mean, and I think I made a critical error for myself and I told my wife, like, I, I want to get up to like 200 pounds. Like, mm-hmm. but I wanted to do it in a better way than just right. right in the midsection. That's that's where it's right. all that's where it's all hanging right now. <laughs> and I'm way past that now. <laughs> 250 and um but I mean I it was to the point where I posted one of my uh previous shows that I had comedy shows and my wife's best friend who we both used to work for um mm-hmm. texts her and goes, "So, Mike's looking a little thick, isn't he? Like, is he hasn't seen us in a while. And I'm like, dude, like, come on, man. Like, you just going to throw shade like that at me? I'm looking thick. I mean, I get it. I am. I get it. But it's just to the point where, like, do I do home workouts? Because I just, I don't know if I have uh, that. Home workouts are, like, during quarantine, all the gyms are shut down. I had like, you know, the uh, resistance bands. I did home workouts, but it's just, it's not the same to me. I don't get the same intensity focus that I do when I'm at the actual gym. So home workouts for me are tough. Some people have a whole gym at their house and they love working out at home. But for me, it's just, it doesn't work for me personally. Right. I mean, and I get it and it's like, all right, I mean, I could do this at home, but I got a house full of animals too. So right. to put it into perspective for you, I got five cats and two dogs. Like so oh. 
Like, yeah. Yeah. I got a lot. I got yeah. a lot of animals. Um, started with one cat and one dog, and I told my wife I didn't want any more cats, so we compromised, and we right. had five cats. So, um, but I tried it a little bit, you know, trying to do some push-ups and stuff at home, and, like, every time I would get down on the floor, my husky would come and, like, just barrel me over, like, oh, we're playing now, Dad, we're playing. I'm like, no, Daddy's trying to work out. Like, stop it. Like, just, oh, and it was almost that? like she was like, hey. Mommy likes her guy's thicker. Boom! And like pushing me over, like stop, stop working out. <laughs> Just, but and then you know, with my son, I'm trying to instill that into him because he's into football too as well. I mean, he's 12, um, right? And he's been playing for uh, five years. Well, this will be his fourth year of actual because COVID uh, ruined a year. Um, and he, and he's an offensive lineman, which I don't really know how to coach. I was a receiver my entire life, so trying to help him out. Uh, being right. on the line, it's uh, I, I can help out a little bit. I can tell you who to block, but you got to actually yeah. do it. Like I just, but right. I mean, and he's been, you know, their schools having him lifting two days a week and conditioning two days a week, and he's telling me what he's lifting, and it's like, dude, I mean, I'm 250 pounds, and when we kind of wrestle around, you almost flip me over you. Right. With ease, and like you're telling right. me you're only squatting like 130 pounds, like. How yeah. do I, I, I tell me, okay, this will be another one. How would you? Because you have a son too. We'll get into that here right after this. Um, so how do you keep him motivated to um, staying on that regimen? We'll be back after a quick break. Big labia energy. What if I eat a little cheese every day? <laughs> Just keep it. It's like I have a tolerance. Yeah, for cheese. Good Same job with cats. Your tolerance. Like if I pet a cat every day for the first week or two. I thought you were going to say if I eat a cat a little bit every day, <laughs> starting at the tail and just ate a little bit, it would be fine. But if I didn't eat a cat for three months. I would totally start at the face. Why yeah. would you start at the tail? If someone put a gun to my head and said, eat this cat. I'm trying to think of we're an acceptable talking about scenario. a feline, right? <laughs> oh, did you think I was talking about pussy? Maybe it could go there. I don't want to eat a cat. I want to eat a pussy. <laughs> My my oldest son, um, Devin, uh, he he's self motivated, which is a great thing. This kid, uh, he's nothing like me at his age. Like I was kind of, I played sports, but I really wasn't. I was into it, but I wasn't like, oh, this is all I'm do. This guy, he watches what he eats. <laughs> he uh, work out. Um, they're on schedule. They were lifted three days a week, and they had conditioning. And there was a fourth day, which was optional if you wanted to get some extra work in. He always went on an extra day. We planned our vacation around. He had a week off. This last one we had to take our vacation, so he didn't miss any time. Like it's it's uh it's crazy. His uh dedication. His I mean, there, there's there's just so much praise I have for him because I, at his age I was I would go lift and stuff. But I, if there was an extra day, no, I, I wasn't going. Like he's putting in all the time, all the work. I mean, he he watches what he eats at the age. That's just crazy to me. Like. We'll have Wendy's, you know, me, I had big triple burger or whatever. Yeah. He orders salads or something. I'm like, dude, you're crazy. <laughs> like, just possible. <laughs> Wendy's and getting a salad, man. I could, I could, yeah. I could, that just, I, I, it, it hurt me to say that a little bit, you know? I just, <laughs> yeah. So like, like, yeah, he, he's, he's locked all the way in. Like he has goals that he wants to reach and he's determined to get there. So, I mean, it's a good thing. 
Okay, so I mean, we were we were hitting on him. He's a sophomore at Austintown Fitch, right? Yeah. What position does he play, and how's it going for him? He plays uh, offense. He plays running back, and on defense, he plays like it's like a strong safety type of position. I mean, so far we talk. You know, what I'm saying about it, he's doing pretty good. I mean, they've been all type of seven on seven camps around everywhere. Pitt, like all a bunch of different schools, Pitt, West Virginia. Um, uh, I can't remember them all off the top of my head, right. but I mean, he got to go because it's only um, only certain amount of players go to those. So he's been involved with that also. And um, right now, the guy playing uh, the strong safety position. I mean, he's a he's a real good player. I think uh, he's even had a visit to Ohio State. That kid, uh, Cam Smith. So um, I mean, he, he's got a he's will probably try to work in get some reps there at running back. I mean, he has a um, I don't know how many reps he's going to get. Mainly the sophomore year, he'll probably be playing a lot of special teams. And during, like, blowout games, he'll probably get some reps. Not sure, but um, he's on the right track, for sure. That's that's definitely the way to go. And it sounds like he already's got his uh, nutrition down pat, eating, eating yeah. well. Uh, but kind of switching gears, his coach is T.J. Parker, right? That's um, his head, is it the head coach, right? Yes, head coach. Okay. He's a Bethany alumni, so we always like to talk about them for sure, um, being that me and old Fitty are Bethany alum. How is his okay. relationship with his coach, and does his coach push him to be better? Is he one of those coaches oh. that's kind of like in your face? Because I remember my coaches always grabbing my face mask, and you know they were yelling at you, and everyone's like, why are they doing that? And it's like, well, no, he sees something in me. So is TJ one of those right. coaches, or is he kind of this new age coach? What uh, would you say? Uh I think he's a little bit of both. He 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 relates with the kids because he's younger in age, so he really relates with them. But he still lets them know when they're messing up. Like he's he doesn't take no BS. Like he's um okay. he's uh he help, he holds the players accountable, which I really like. And he he's a straight shooter, which I really enjoy. Like from the beginning, at one of the meetings, he was like, "I treat everybody fair, but I don't treat everybody the same." And he's a straight shooter. Is like. Like some of you guys might not like me because your kids won't be playing as much, but that's on them. And they're like he he's a straight shooter. He said the best kids are going to play regardless. Like he doesn't care what grade they're in, doesn't matter. Freshman, sophomore, junior, senior, the best kids are going to play. He's trying to win game. I mean that that's that's the way you need to be as a coach. Yeah, I definitely yeah. Uh, agree with that. And it sounds like a typical Bethanian if you if you ask me, because I know old Fitty was a coach for a while and he was that intense oh. in your face. Always hyping people up on the on the sidelines and everything like that. So, I mean, he's a good coach. He's probably um, he's turned the program around. So, I mean, what he's doing is working. So we'll, we'll see how this year goes. I'm expecting good things from the Fitch uh, football team this year. All right. Well, I'm definitely going to be keeping some tabs on him, looking up for Austin Town Fitch, and see how uh, everything's going since you're going to be on the show. And I'm going to be rooting for him this year. Uh, so. Uh- Hopefully, hopefully your boy can put up some numbers for us uh, a little bit here. Now, uh, NBA Finals just just ended. The Milwaukee Bucks. Take me through your thoughts on the entire finals, how that went. You know, did you think um, the Suns had a chance? Because I thought the Suns were going to take it. I thought I thought the Suns were going to take it, especially when Giannis had that knee injury. I was like, oh, it's over. Right. But before I even get started talking about that. The main thing that went through my mind was just injuries. Because I feel like if those current players didn't get injured, we wouldn't even have had this finals. I mean, the finals was 
I was kind of boring to me. I mean, <laughs> I, I mean uh, I'm glad uh, that we got. I really didn't care who won either way. I, I mean, Giannis got his final. It's all it's all good and great. But um, uh, I just feel like they, if it wasn't for injuries, they wouldn't have been there. <laughs> Were you happy to see somebody other, other than LeBron James in playoffs? Negative. LeBron, I'm with LeBron all the way. Okay. <laughs> I'm a LeBron fan. Like, most people, everybody always gets on me, but I'm like, what can you say? I mean, he's the second best player ever. Second best. Oh, okay, ever. I'm glad you said the second best, because we were about to have some words yeah. if you said he was better than MJ. Michael Jordan. So nobody is going to eclipse him. Nobody's going to do what he's did. Undefeated in the finals. Nobody's ever going to do that again. It's, right. it's impossible. It's not happening. Nobody's ever going to eclipse him. Okay, so now that we're back on the level playing field, we're good now. I don't have to. We don't have to get into that. Um, I'll be honest. I was rooting for the Suns, and for one reason and one reason only, and that's uh, Javon Carter, former uh, West Virginia basketball player on the Suns. I'm a huge WVU fan. I grew up in West Virginia. Everybody in my family, except for me, went to WVU. Um, okay. So I always root for what the the mountaineers and the, any mountaineer right. the, that's them i'm like it would just be nice that i mean the dude actually went five years and played five years of west virginia basketball he didn't want to be this one done he knew he needed right. to adjust the skills and he's got a good bit of playing time because of the injuries do you think um the suns will be back if they keep the same squad next year no I don't, I don't, I don't think they're going to be back next year. As long as everybody else, listen, the Warriors are going to be back. I mean, they're going to get Clay Thompson back. They're probably going to trade for another player, so they're going to be back. Um, of course, Lakers are going to be healthy and back, and they're probably going to make some type of move to get another player. I mean, uh, I'm hoping uh, Damian Lillard gets out of Portland and depends where he lands. I, I think he's going to force a trade. Like these players, like. It's a double-edged sword because they sign these big deals and these big contracts, and then they force a trade anyway, which is, I feel like you should play your contract out. I mean, you yep. signed it, so you should play it out. But as we saw with AD, he had like two years left on his contract, I think, and he forced his way out. I mean, James Harden forced his way out. I mean, a lot of these players are forcing their way out, and I'm, I'm not for that. I mean, if your contract's up and you're a free agent or whatever, all right, go ahead, go where you want to go. But forcing your way out, I'm not a big fan of, but... The West is going to be tough next year. I mean, if everybody stays healthy, and I just this, this was a year, this was their opportunity to win a championship this year. Everything fell in their place. Injuries, I know, are a part of a game, but when everything aligns up like that, and it's, you got to take advantage of it, and they didn't. They imploded. <laughs> right, because, <clears throat> I mean, I'm not the biggest NBA fan in the world. Um, I only watch around the finals and the playoffs, really. Um, but... Didn't the Suns go up like 2-0, like off the rip? Didn't and like Yeah, and they lost four straight. Like you you can't let that happen. You're up 2-0 in the finals. You get you only have to win two more games. Yeah. Like force the game yeah, seven. They, you know, force the game seven. They they imploded. They imploded. They had, they broke down. I mean, and Chris Paul being the leader of that team, he has to rally the troops and get them right and win two more games. So that's made, he's a veteran on that team. He leads them. That's that's a lot on his, his shoulders. That's him. And he knew that was probably going to be his only opportunity to win a championship. 
Yeah, I think he knew that, especially seeing how he walked off the court and didn't shake anybody's hand. That, I, I have a big problem with that. I mean, yeah, I, I, that's, that's a no for me. Yeah. Like, you know, lost, you know, you ever shake everybody's hand, good game, go go leave after that. But shake everybody's hands. I, I was always taught you lose with humility. You know, you, you win with humility, you lose with humility. That's just how I was raised, and I think it shows the different uh, – generation gaps and you know everything like that with everyone that oh well i'm not shaking his hand he just beat me like and just walking off the court no. that, that now right. no so, i mean no. i know it'll never happen but hypothetically do you think the nba should do something for players that do something like like a small fine or something like that like all right let's bring the sportsmanship back to to team sports and showing these kids that you know yeah you i mean they really happen this has been happening a lot in the uh, NBA, yeah. like people just walk up. even before the game's over, it'll be like ten seconds left, and they just just leave. No, no good, no hands on nothing. I mean, you lost. Just t- just take your loss uh, humbly, respectfully, and um, shake hands and move on. Like it's part of the game. Just like you are when you win, you got to take it the same way when you lose. Um, I'm I'm with you 100 percent on that. So switch gears a little bit. Now we got the NFL preseason uh, coming up. First and foremost, what do you think of the whole Aaron Rodgers debacle? Let's just get right into it. Everyone's been talking about it. I want to talk about it. What do you think of uh, old A.A. Ron? Uh, he's um, – I'm with him on this. Like, they they could have drafted him some more help. They drafted a quarterback. Of course, you're going to draft a quarterback get ready for the future. But he's he's not close to retirement. I mean, if you want to draft some he, – he still has, I would say, a good four or five years left. Good four or five years and, um, I mean, your team needs help, obviously. So draft some players are going to help right now for them to win right now. So I didn't know if he, he's going to, he showed up to training camp and everything. So I guess he didn't want to lose any money. But, um, <laughs> we'll see. Cause I know they didn't do extensions. So this is technically going to be his last year, I think. I'm pretty sure. I, I, that, uh, I just saw it, um, this morning watching, uh, my uh, the the usual ESPN, they are actually worked out a deal with him that they are going to forego his last year of his contract, which would have been next season, not this season coming up, but next season, and right. make him a free agent at the end of the season. Do you think that's what made him come to back to camp and say, "All right, I'll oh, yeah. one more year"? There's no doubt. That's what it is. They got rid of that year, and he's like, "I'll play out this year, then I'm gone." And now, since he's a free agent, he doesn't have to, like, decimate a team to get there because if they trade him, they're going to try to get everything in the kitchen sink from the team that yeah. you're trading him to. So that way, he can just leave and it doesn't hurt the team he's going to. So it's a pretty smart move by him, actually. <laughs> yeah, I mean, I, w- I was kind of with him on this one, too, um, a little bit in that, okay. you know, he has to be traded. I get it. You're not happy. The organization's right. not letting you get any input at all. Uh, you drafted his replacement in the first round, which I think you could have waited a couple rounds. You can get a decent Man, look, quarterback. That was, and, yeah, that, that was entirely too high of a pick to get him. I just don't understand that at all. They could have waited. Yeah. He wasn't going. No. I, I think they were the only team interested in Jordan Love, and I, I think they could have waited, got him some help. Let right. this Jordan Love sit behind him like he has been and learn yep. from Aaron Rodgers like Aaron Rodgers learned from Brett Favre. You know, like, yep. what's what's the difference? What what happened? Like, why are we doing right. this? But the OTA thing and all that not showing up, I mean, yeah. 
suck it up a little bit. That's where I'm kind of like, all right, I get it. You want out. I get it. Just go there. Yeah. Talk it out with the owners yourself in person, man to man, and maybe they'll trade you. Maybe they'll, yeah. they'll they'll give you what you want, but not showing up and then posting pictures in Hawaii and stuff. Like, come on, man. Like, <laughs> We'll be back after a quick break. I'm comedian David Race in Los Angeles. I host a celebrity-filled paranormal talk show like no other. Monstrosity has great guests answering weird questions. You won't believe the combo of celebrities and paranormal experts who've been on this show. I guarantee you'll like Monstrosity, or you get your time back. Go to monstrositypodcast.com right now and take a look. Thing about it, it had a trickle down effect to some of the other receivers on the team I was seeing. Like they weren't showing up, and the one receiver said he wants the highest contract ever. He deserves it, uh, Devonte Adams. So like it kind of it's kind of trickle down effect because I mean it starts with him and it's trickling down to some of the other players. So right, I, I get that. So uh, what are your predictions for the? Pre- well, let me ask you this: who's your who's your who's your team? Oh, Steelers. All right, Steelers. let's talk about it. <laughs> How do you think the Steelers are going to do this this year? Um, I'm have a bounce back year for sure. I mean, just the addition of Najee Harris. I mean, that's 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 huge, huge yeah. because if we can get Ben to throw the ball less every game, we can run the ball more. We will be way better. Our defense will be is going to be healthy, so we're going to be a top five defense again this year. Our offense, we just need to be able to run the ball consistently and effectively. Like when we get in, when we get down in the red zone, we have to punch it in, have to score touchdowns. Right. Can't settle for last year. I mean, I love Connor. I love his story. He, he was just, he's just, he's a good back. Like he's good. Like we would need him and another back to kind of swap in and out with Najee Harris. He's the full package. Like, I mean, Connor's like a B and he's like an A, A plus. Like if we can run the ball effectively, we'll be good. Save Ben's arm for later in the season because he's seen later in the season he couldn't throw the ball longer than like ten yards without having issues. Right. I mean, <clears throat> do you think that was because he was having to throw it fifty, sixty times a game because oh, we didn't have a no. running game? I th- I think you know Big Ben should throw it 30, 35 times a game. Yeah, max. Yes. Pound max. a rock. Yeah, pound a rock with Najee. We see what he did at Bama. He was he was playing top top tier i mean all those guys got drafted so it's not like right. he was playing scruds in the right. fucking mac division or whatever <laughs> like so i mean i think Najee harris brings us back to the bus era where we were just running the ball we knew we had that big back that could carry the load that could run it 20 25 times a game right. And help our quarterback and get those tough yards. I mean, how many right. times last season was it third and manageable and we had a throw because we didn't have that back right. that could pick up five yards? Right. That's the problem. Same thing in the red zone. I mean, there was one game, I forget what game, we were like first and goal from like the two yard line and we had to settle for a field goal. Like, that's just unacceptable to me. <laughs> like, yeah. we, you have to touchdowns, have to. See, me personally, if it's fourth and goal and I'm on the two I'm not kicking I'm I'm, I'm rolling the dice as a coach yeah. uh, th- right. on the two worst comes to worst we're pinning them on the goal line you know what I mean right. like right pound the rock maybe try to throw something 
little dink yeah. and duck, something. Just try yeah. something to get that get the six points. The thing is, later on in the season, we were doing the dink and ducks, and teams just were all over it. Like, it wasn't working. So, I don't, I think Ben's arm was just through by the end of the season. Like, he because he was throwing, as you're saying, 40, 50 times a game, which is crazy. Yeah. Like, he, I mean, get it down to 30, 35, and run the ball effectively, and we will be a way better team. Way better. Do you think they win the division again, and do you think they get past the first round of the playoffs? Definitely. We, uh, barring any major injuries, we get we definitely um, win the division, I think, and we make it out of the first round. I th- I, honestly, we can make it to the AFC Championship game if everything plays the way it's supposed to play. Do you, do you think if, and this is a big if for everyone listening, if they make it to the Super Bowl and they win the Super Bowl, do you think this is Big Ben's last year? Oh, yeah, he's over. If they win the Super Bowl, win, he's done. He's yeah. probably going to sit retire. I would assume. I mean, he's been talking, and there's been rumors about yeah. him retiring for the past, like, what, three seasons now? Yeah. Um, so, I mean, I think, he, I think he just wants that one more, one more Lombardi, and he's done. Now. Flip side of that coin, they make it to the AFC Championship game. They lose in the AFC Championship. Big Ben coming back? Yep. You think he's coming back? We, yeah. If they make it that far and they lose, he'll come back probably for one more year. Because, I mean, the same, the team will be intact. So he'll probably come one more year. Hopefully we can get a quarterback to, <laughs> to replace him. Right. I mean, they, they signed Dwayne Haskins. I mean, I just, I don't, I don't, I don't agree with him. Um, he's the typical Ohio State quarterback. I mean, name me one Ohio State quarterback that's playing in the NFL right now. Can't do it. Yeah, that's can't, that's, can't do it. They can't maybe have it. one, two years, and then what? Well, well, off to Canada. That, that that team, they're they get they get the best recruits, the best the best everything. So the, that team's quarterback. I'm a, I'm a Michigan fan, so it hurts. But I'm they're throwing the wide. Receivers, the receivers are just so elite. They're getting so wide open. I mean, they're throwing the wide open receivers. And then when you get to the NFL, like what you consider open is totally different than right. what you were throwing college. So it's it, they just can't transition. Plus the offense, they run long or mobile quarterbacks. Um, I don't know. It's just so, I mean, they're great at the college level. But once you get to the NFL, you got to be able to read a defense and fit it in tight windows. I, I'm with you on that one. And I'm so glad I finally got somebody on here that I can say this. I hate Ohio State. Uh, yeah. I cannot stand Ohio State. Uh, and I moved an hour outside of Columbus, and I still can't stand Ohio State. I I just think their fans are all bandwagon fans. And, yeah. you know, as soon as they start to struggle, like, everyone's like, I didn't. I never liked Ohio State. You painted your house scarlet and gray. What do you mean you don't like Ohio State? Like, I, and being down here in Zanesville, Ohio, the amount of Ohio State stuff and memorabilia that I see everywhere, everywhere. I go, it I, I throw up in the back of my mouth a little bit because my wife's just like, oh, look at that. I'm like, you know what? Pfft, nope, nope. Yeah. And like we it, – It's ridiculous. They're just everywhere. We Everybody. Were, Every, Michigan fan? And I look at me like, what's going on with you? <laughs> I'm just – I'm like, what? I'm like everywhere. Like, like – even my house, everybody's Ohio State fans. Like, I'm the only Michigan fan, so. <laughs> yeah, I mean, my, my wife's an Ohio State fan. She grew up in Ohio. That that was a team. I get it. I, I, I've i learned to deal with it. Uh, but, I mean, I'm a Mountaineer fan. 
Yeah, I've, I've yeah. always rooted for the Mountaineers. My uncle held the punting record there for 35 years. Uh, wow. 73 yards in the air. Um, until Todd Sauberum came in when West Virginia went to that AstroTurf, he hit it, and it hit it like 50 and bounced 75. So he beat it. I'm like, there needs to be an asterisk by that. Yeah. My uncle held but it for that, 35 years. Yeah. Like, they, they, they can't. I mean, it was his was in the air. and Yeah. So I, I always root for the Mountaineers, and what hurt me, and I just saw this uh, the other day, and it's all over ESPN, mm-hmm. in that Texas and OU leaving the Big 12, and yeah. West Virginia's been talking to the ACC, which I think they need to go anyways. Yeah. But they also are talking to the Big 10. What do you think would be the better landing spot, in your opinion, ACC, Big 10 for the Mountaineers? ACC? Yeah. I'm going to uh, like. Big Big Ten's already set. You know, they have their teams and everything. A, I mean, ACC would be a better choice for them, I would assume. It, in in my opinion, uh, I'm with you on that one, in that um, you get the backyard brawl back with Pitt. You yes. You get the rivalry with Syracuse back. Cincinnati's there, too, as well. You know, then you got the top talent, like Clemson and all them. Uh, North Carolina, Duke is coming up. You know, it's less travel for the for the team. Uh, not yep. going to Texas four or five right. weeks out of the right. out of the season. And, again, my, my whole thing is you get that backyard brawl back. I love the backyard brawl. It's a gritty game. Throw the records out of the out of the book, and it's just two teams that do not like each other, just smash-mouth football. They're, that they're is like recruits, too. They're always going after the same recruits and everything. I mean, it would be – I mean, it would be great to have that game back. Right. And also – Having Clemson in there, you know, Clemson's a top tier team. Getting wins, when getting to play them and getting wins against Clemson, I mean, that'll do great for them and in the rankings and all that. Yeah, I mean, I, I I say it year after year. West Virginia gets disrespected in the rankings every all year, the time. every year. And my, my wife just laughs at me at this point in time. She's like, "You're such a homer." I'm like, "No, look at it. We are seven and one this year. We right. lost to a top tier team. We lost to a ranked team." Let's let's get that out the way. The team was ranked higher than us, so we lost right. to them. There's a team in the Big Ten that has two losses that's ranked higher than us. How, okay, how is that even? It's the Big Ten. I mean, it's the Big Ten, so they automatically. My whole thing, the playoff. They need to just get eight teams. Stop playing around. Get the top eight teams. Get them in there and have a playoff. I've been I've been saying that for years. Just, just, Eight teams, one through eight, get them in there, let them play. You know what I'm saying? I mean, it's easy. I don't know why they don't do it. I, I took it a step further than that. Huh? Um, you got your Power Five conferences. Okay. Right. They all have conference championship games. And yep. so you take each conference champion, automatic mm-hmm. bid in the Power Five. You're in, you're in the playoff. Then you get an undefeated team in, like, let's say the MAC or yep. some lower – that, you know, that's what this playoff was for, for these smaller conferences to be able to get a chance to play for a championship. Okay, so you get them. You got a team that goes undefeated. All right, you're in. And, right. you know, just keep that going till you get to eight right. teams. Right. You get to eight teams, and that is a better than 14. I mean, the top four, yeah. I mean, it's such a toss-up at the top four. Yeah. You need to you need to throw a monkey wrench in there. Maybe a WVU. Hell, South Florida, who's been right. up on the rise. You they, get them in there yeah. to make some noise. Right. BYU made uh, some noise last year in the age of COVID and everything like that. Like, get one of those teams. Get them in the playoff and watch what right. happens. Your ratings right. are going to go through the roof. 
Yeah. You, uh, how do you feel about uh, Miami talking about they're back and they're going to be dominant this year and all this stuff? I, I'm just not feeling it yet. They say <laughs> Miami. It, they say it every they say, year. They, yeah, say it every, they say it every year. I, I'll believe it when we're seven weeks into the season and they're undefeated. I don't. I this just college football is where it's at for me. I love college football. And yeah, that's I, I like, um, of course, high school football is my favorite well, yeah. right now, but all then NFL. Like, I always like college above NFL because the passion the players play with in college and everything is it's just different than what it is in the NFL. Absolutely. I mean, these kids are playing for something. Yeah, you can tell. I mean, they, they're playing, they're very passionate about the game. I mean, they give it their all. I mean, NFL, they're just, they're getting paid. So, I mean, there's some days they're there. Some days they're just kind of going through the motions. Some day, uh, I got an ingrown fingernail. I can't play today. You know, like that, <laughs> that's what irritates me. It's like, yeah. you played middle school, high school, college ball. And if you were hurt, you hurt your chances yeah. of getting to the NFL. So right. now that you're in the NFL, you get, you get a little boo-boo on your finger and then now you ain't going to play. <laughs> Because, I mean, once you start getting paid, it changes everything. That's why, like, college football will always be better than NFL, hands down. It's not, it hasn't been close in forever. I'm with you. I think they even need to bring back the, the old video game, the NCAA football video game. I've been I, begging for that. For hours putting in people's names. <laughs> <laughs> yeah. I was the same way. I just... <laughs> But all right, um, we're running down near the end of the episode here, and I got to get this in for my man. We got the Fast 55, all right? Uh-oh. So Uh-oh. five questions off the top of your head. Um, okay. We'll get this rolling. Question number one, if you could be a pro athlete, what sport would it be in? Oh, football. No doubt, football, football. all day and tomorrow. All right. Better place to live, Ohio or PA? Ohio all day and tomorrow. <laughs> oh, man. Uh, okay, this one, I'm going to need a little bit of an explanation. Okay, so okay. question three. Down by two, four seconds to go. Who you haven't taken your final shot? Larry Bird, LeBron James. <laughs> Damn it. Larry Bird. <laughs> had to. Sorry, sorry. I know LeBron, but Larry Bird in the clutch, taking down two, need a three. I'm going with Larry Bird all day. Going with the legend all day and tomorrow. So glad you said that because that was my answer for that one too as well. Uh, question four: <laughs> Favorite restaurant to eat at? Uh, Longhorn Steakhouse. Ooh, that's a good one. Um, this one again, I'm going to need an explanation. What is the better sport, golf or bowling? Bowling, because honestly, I've never golfed. Everybody tells me golfing is great and fun and everything, but I haven't done it, so I got to go with bowling because okay. I've actually done bowling. I've done both, and I gotta say, being out on the golf course, a couple beers, no. you know, it's just I, I, everybody keeps telling me I gotta make my way out there. That's one thing I'm gonna have to do. I'm gonna have to get out there and just shoot a shoot a few rounds to see what it's like. Everybody tells me is you 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 get addicted to it. You yeah. won't want everyone. <laughs> I'll tell you, it, it's very addicting. Um, all right, so that's gonna do it for the show. But I always give everybody. Now, a little minute, uh, promote anything you want. If it's the workout regimen, give people one minute of motivation to get themselves in the gym. Well, it's, all, it's up to you. Look in the mirror. If you're not where you're at, take the time, dedication. Even if you only start a few days a week, getting a workout in and, and is better than not doing nothing at all. 
So as long as you go and do something, it's better than not doing nothing. So get up, get yourself there, get it done. All right. I, I like it. Perfect way to end the show. A little bit of motivation, but that's going to do it, everybody, for this episode of the Ride Home Rants podcast. I want to thank JJ for coming on. Great talk, great sports episode for everything. Hope your son does well. Thank you again for being on the show. And thank you for having me on, man. I really appreciate it. It was a good time. <laughs> Not a problem. So that's going to do it. And as always, everybody, if you like the show, be a friend, tell a friend. If you don't, tell them anyways. They probably like it just because you don't. Doesn't mean you guys have the same opinion. So that's going to do it. And as always, I will see y'all next week. The Ride Home Rants podcast is brought to you by Dubby Energy. Energy drinks made for gamers, streamers, and podcasters alike. For gamers, streamers, and podcasters alike. Go to the link in the description where you can find the best energy drinks out there. Less caffeine than a cup of coffee. Also, no jitters and no crash afterwards. Use the promo code Mike Bono and get yourself 10% off. Also, the Ride Home Rants podcast is brought to you by my favorite sponsor of the show, and that is Shankit Golf. Golf apparel made for the everyday golfer. We might not go out and shoot a six under par. We're probably going to shoot a six over par, but this is going to give us the gear that's going to help us rock it on and off of the course. Go to the link in the bio. Use the promo code Mike Bono and get yourself 10% off there as well.